Parenting sucks sometimes. It's not like you see on TV. It's not like you see on Pinterest. And it's not what the perfect Facebook moms try to make it seem. Kids are loud. Kids break things. Kids always make messes. On Kids for Sale, we explore the reality of being parents. The parts that aren't fun. The parts that nobody wants to admit to each other. Because being a parent is hard. And sometimes the only thing that makes it easier is hearing how bad it sucks for someone else. So join us on Kids for Sale every other Friday on the Journey into Comics Network. Following, following the following the journey into comics. 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 Network. 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 Production. Production. Fuck you, Eric. We be here. This me, Tyler. Yeah. I, I just want to apologize ahead of time. Because number one, we're doing an episode out of order. But number two, like, we're both exhausted. <laughs> you look a little more exhausted than me. Well, now I'm on... I'll, so I've been on the casting couch for like an hour now. And that drains you. <laughs> and then I've got this super comfy pillow that I'm leaning on and it's like... Man, I could take a hell of a snooze right here. That's like one of those gel fucking memory foam. It's both. <laughs> both. It's both. I got that from Brookstone. Fucking both. You ever been to a Brookstone store? No. Oh my god. I call it the fancy people store. Because <laughs> it's just full of just nonsense that only fucking rich, stupid fucks would get. I need to, uh, I need to buy this hat for my Roomba. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> like... Oh. Episode title: Hat for a Roomba. This uh, this Roomba attachment could make me an omelet while it vacuums in the morning. Why would I not buy this? Seriously, sometime, either go to a Brookstone or check out the website because you will see all all manners of shit that you don't need. Okay. <laughs> and I I mean I got two of those pillows just because they're so fucking comfortable. I bet they're hot, though. Nope. Memory foam pillows are hot, man. Memory foam is not a good design. That's what the gel's for. Yeah, but it's got to be good gel. The best gel. <laughs> All of the gel. All of the gel. <laughs> no, Brookstone's, it's pretty cool. I mean, it, 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 it's one of those places that was, it was like one of the first places that really sold drones and shit. Okay. And, and so it's like um, Sharper Image. Yes, honestly. Gotcha. It's, it's sharper image to a T. I mean, it had, like, those... That was the first place I saw the, the whiskey cubes. Yeah, cause, I mean, because you know, you know that's, that's what sharper image is. It's yeah. the... 
it's the fuck you money store. Like, <laughs> yes. Hmm. Like they I think I'm going to buy stairs. all these attachments for my furniture in my house that will give yeah. you a shiatsu massage. Like, you see those massage chairs at the mall? Yeah, you can just buy one for yourself. Yeah. And that just, that's just all it does. It's not just a chair. It's a massage chair. So if you if you sit in it, you're just going to get a massage. There's yeah, it no doesn't even purpose. recline. There's no purpose. Ugh. But yeah, we're doing this... Uh, on, a, on an irregular day, we're doing this on a Monday at 2 o'clock. Normally, we're Tuesday at 5.30 or 6 o'clock. But it's Labor Day, and you can't do tomorrow. Yeah, I, I have orientation because I'm a adult college student. And it, it was going to be Wednesday, and now it, they moved it to Tuesday. Yeah. So I kind of got screwed a little bit, but... But, you know, like, we had made plans to, you know come here hang out get some shit set up and i was like possibly take a nap yeah possibly take a nap together and then <laughs> i wasn't gonna correct you because you weren't wrong and then uh, i was just like why don't we just go ahead and record a quick episode there's no reason we shouldn't or we can't right so yeah and we're we're you know we're winding down our three-day weekend yeah. so this is a good time to do the episode anyway. <laughs> Brandon says we are so laboring right now. We're oh. laboring hard. Oh no. On Labor Day. Oh no. I have to leave. <laughs> <sighs> yes, Brandon, we are laboring hard. I work today. By worked, I mean I went in, found out I didn't have to work. And then sat and sat at a desk for four hours. Hung out with Matt Klaus. How was that? It was fun. He's a robot tech now. He's a lot happier. He's a robot tech yes. now. Yes. For surfacer. <laughs> surfacer boots, so he literally doesn't have to do anything. Nice. Good for him. Except for today. Today, uh, the surface while we were waiting for them to find something for us to do, uh, the water deluge in the surfacer booth just went off and completely drenched the booth in water so uh they had to dry the robots off which i got out of because i don't have lockout tag out nice i don't know how many times not having lockout tag out has saved my ass from having to do things <laughs> this is probably the third or fourth time <laughs> not just like yeah so i made triple time today for four hours just sitting at a desk uh hoping against all hope that I, my phone gets signal in, a, in one of the random spots I place it. <laughs> That's that 30% coming on strong. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> mm. But we started out the weekend pretty awesome. We did. We went and saw a concert. Uh, unfortunately, we uh, got there a little late and missed one of the main bands we were there to see. Indeed. Which was Bad Wolves. However, we saw nothing more. I, I I was more than impressed. Was that your first time seeing them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm just bummed you you went to go get popcorn during... While the, he was doing his dubstep while breakdown? While he was doing his, like, fucking... Their singer, Johnny Hawkins, does this fucking... He gets on this... His little... He's got, like, a little drum rack that transforms and, extend, like, elevates itself, like... 10 15 feet in the air and it just turns into this 
dubstep machine where he it's literally just levers and cranks and he is like going fucking nuts on this thing it's like dubstep it's a it's a dubstep bop it yeah honestly (laughs) bop it spin it pull it boing if you keep talking about it i'll find it i'll try to find a video of it well, so like right, right we, we did. There was like a little bit of a lull in the pro, or in the performance. So, Scott and I were like, okay, we're gonna go get our refreshments like right now because this is a perfect time. And as soon as as soon as we go, like one of my favorite songs from their first couple of the albums comes on, and I can hear it. I can hear it well enough that I was I was okay. I wasn't like, all right, let's turn back. And then. Like as soon as that song finishes is when this this starts, and we miss the whole thing. Check this out. I also might want to add that this guy is just fucking ripped. He's yeah. Just and he doesn't wear shoes on stage. Skylar was worried the whole time that he was going to stub his toe. That's what she told me yesterday. Oh, that's great. I'm really upset I missed this. wish we had one of those <laughs> I wish we had one I want to get a room big enough to fit it while we podcast right and then just have some, have a guy just standing <laughs> well, on in the back there goes the Tyler time. climbing up on the dubstep yeah. machine uh, I would love and I would hire my friend Ethan Henderson who's, who just popped up in the chat uh, I would love I would hire him to just to stand there and if we ever like just for singers just to crank one of the thing wow <laughs> Yeah, that's wow. I literally, I literally searched nothing more dubstep machine. <laughs> Did not disappoint me. But yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, nothing more is probably my favorite new band to come out in the last five years or so. I've. I've followed every album that they've come out with and enjoyed every album so far. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they took a moment during their performance to say, or to thank everybody that was in the crowd because, you know, 
not not just thanks to the fans for being interested in their interested in their music. I mean, obviously they have to be good enough to get nominated for Grammys, but yeah. you know they got nominated for four Grammys, I think, four or five Grammys. That's that's pretty fucking baller for a for a fairly new band, mm-hmm. you know. Especially they're in a tough genre of music. Yeah. And they, they no one sounds like them. Definitely not. Definitely not vocally. No. Yeah, they were they were good. That was my second time seeing them. I saw them earlier this year with Papa Roach, and uh, I got to see them a little closer then. Uh, it was roughly the same uh, set list, just different order. Right. Um, and then, yeah, so I got to see the the dubstep machine a little closer. And that was that was definitely. Took me by surprise the first time I saw them. I, I think I think later on in the in the tour that they're doing right now, they actually hop off of this tour, and then join Three Days Grace touring through Canada, which I think is pretty cool. You know, they're they're uh, popular enough now that other successful bands want them to tour with them. Yes. Which you know is a good is a good confidence booster, especially for somebody that's fairly new. I mean, they're not headlining their own tours as much as I would like them to be. For me, they're kind of like Shine Down 2.0. You know, they kind of came in, uh, broke into the scene kind of the same way. They had one really popular single, but then another single and another single, and they just, you know, they keep getting more airtime. Yeah. And now there are there now their albums have all sold very well. So yeah. I enjoyed their performance. It looks like for whatever reason. Why is my shit not recording? Maybe it is. It's just... Yeah, I don't know. Neither one of us recording? Yours is recording. Oh, man. (laughs) What? I swear, if it's not recording me... Like, it's popping up that I'm being recorded. It's coming... It's... Yeah. Oh, there's a thing right there. Huh. Interesting. I'm going to look at the levels real quick. Maybe I got turned down. I did get turned down. That's why. And now I'm here. <laughs> hey. I can't, I forgot that I turned uh, my gain down, so I'm awesome. Yeah. Why does this happen to us? <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully the, the room mic picked up enough of the intro and all my chattering. That sucks. Oh, well. <laughs> This is podcasting, folks. We're only human. We're only human. We need to get those guys back on here. Yeah, we do. Say that a million times. We're all busy people, man. Anyway, We're just busy people. So after nothing more came Breaking Benjamin. Uh, very disappointed. You were disappointed in Absolutely that? Absolutely disappointed. You didn't Skyler enjoy... was also disappointed. Really? You didn't enjoy it at all? Uh, no, 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 no. I, I enjoyed the overall performance, but... Uh, you could, it was very, very easy to see very quickly that Burnley was struggling. Um, yeah, I agree. And that, that took a little bit away from it for me because, you know, his vocals are why I, the vote, like normally for me, the vocals are why I fall in love with a band Yes, and then I learn to love the instrumental stuff. Mm-hmm. There's been very few times where I'm like, man, I really dig the instrumental, but I don't care for the vocals. And I still follow a band. The vocals have to be there for me. Um, 
and I, I've always loved his style, and, you know, obviously that guy knows how to fucking lay down some lyrics. I mean, for with all the... I mean, the guy is so terrified of flying that they've only done two European tours, and both times they took a boat across the ocean because the motherfucker will not fly. Yeah. Will not do it. Yeah. Uh, will not get in a car... Unless it's life or death. Like, the guy is so terrified of dying that he won't do anything. And on top of that, he's a hypochondriac, too. You know, he's a diagnosed hypochondriac. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, the cool thing that I didn't realize, you know, I knew most of that stuff, but I didn't know that he was a recovering alcoholic. I don't I, think I knew that. Yeah, I did not. Like, he almost drank himself to death a couple times. Yeah. Which, you know, like Skylar and I were talking yesterday, seems to be a reoccurring theme with performing artists. Yeah. She's just now picking up on that, apparently. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I read an article that he wrote, I think in 2015, that said he just kind of woke up one day and, you know, he was kind of going over all of the phobias and stuff that he has and like social anxiety and all the stuff that he has to deal with on a mental basis from day to yeah. day. And he's just like, you know what? I don't want to drink myself to death because that just goes along with my fear of dying in a plane crash and everything else. So he just decided to quit. He just said, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm done drinking, which is pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Not many people can say that they just woke up one day and decided I'm not going to drink anymore. You know, normally it takes a lot more, a lot more than that. I mean, there's another front man that we're going to talk about here in a minute that was yeah. di- that was pronounced dead for three minutes because of alcohol. Uh, I forgot to mention uh, the sign language interpreter. During oh my god, Nothing we were more. talking about that yesterday. Skylar so, just brought it up in the chat. So we were on our way to Cincinnati yesterday, and I had Nothing More's new album on because, like I said, it's one of my favorite new bands. So we were jamming, and. She started giggling, and I said, you don't, what, what's the matter? You don't like this? And she goes, no, I just can't get that sign language interpreter out of my head. And then as soon as she said that, the rest of the album, that's the only thing I could think about. Was that fucking sign language interpreter just getting it? Yeah, it's fun. Because in, in the, during the musical break, she was, like, doing the air instruments, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, we kind of posted up right behind uh like the handicap section uh at Klipsch Ruhoff Home Mortgage Wireless Deer Creek Center uh for performing arts and and stuff who can't read really well who can't read well really, really good really good uh but uh there was a late I w- I'm going to say late 50s early 60s age sign language interpreter which I I thought that was really cool to see because I've never seen a sign language, sign language interpreter at a concert before. Same. Um, it wasn't until like a couple months ago when the whole like Lamb of God sign language interpreter right. thing happened over the internet and everybody went nuts over that. But uh, I, I was really, really impressed to see the amount of effort and emotion that she was putting into her performance because that's an important job. Yeah. You know, the, the, the people that need that are paying money to experience the same thing that all the rest of us are. And she was probably doing a better job of giving them that experience than the actual band was for us. 
you know, because she was fucking getting it. <laughs> yeah, she was. And you and you could tell it wasn't like just just the way because there was a couple times that like um, the the deaf gal that was having the sign language interpreter that actually had the interpreter for her. She would stop the interpreter like mid performance and they would have a conversation because I was watching them. And you could you could see the amount of like genuine joy that the interpreter had for what she was doing for that small group of people. Yeah. You know, she she was she was there for for a good cause. And it like I've, I've seen it before where interpreters are like, uh, I'm you know, I'm just going through the motions like I'm going I'm basically pantomiming what's happening. Mm-hmm. And that's that's always kind of bothered me. But this fucking gal, I obviously didn't get her name or anything, but fucking shout out props to you because you, you did a good thing. <laughs> Skylar says between her and the main guy with no shoes, it was really hard to pay attention to nothing more. <laughs> yeah, so I said she was worried he was going to stub his toe. Like that, that's all. <laughs> I said, so you weren't distracted by his chiseled bod? She goes, no. It was his shoe. He wasn't wearing any shoes. I thought he was going to stub his toe. Like that's he does what, this every day, Skylar. That's my He's wife, a professional. <laughs> well, he does this for a living. God damn it. Got, she's probably got a little PTSD because of how much I stub my toe in my fucking house. Like just between kids toys and then the, and odd, then the rage, rage and odd layout of my house. I'm just constantly fucking shit plowing my feet into stuff. <laughs> So, I mean, you take that for what it's worth, but no, I really enjoyed Breaking Benjamin. You know, I've seen this is my second time seeing him, uh, still in the same same venue. So like uh, the experience was almost identical, identical. Uh, and like I was kind of calling things out like as they were gonna happen. I was like, oh yeah, at one point, at some point, like this other singer sings this song off of Phobia, and then. He ended up singing a different song off of "We Are Not Alone," mm-hmm. uh, but and then the their other singer or their bass player sang a song. Yep. Uh, also did a fantastic. Yeah, job. both of them. And you and the the crazy thing is, you can't even tell that it's not Benjamin when they sang. Oh, uh, the bass the bass player had uh, had definitely had a different uh, style, I would say, but but the the guitarist was no different. I mean, if I had a blindfold on, I thought that would have. Yeah. I one hundred percent would have thought that was Bernie. And I and you were you were just in awe of the other guitarist. Oh, the fucking <laughs> the guy with the beard. The guy with the beard and the fucking giant biceps. Yeah, he was a stud. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I want, I want his beard. I want to touch his beard. I want to be him. I want to be him. He's like me if I was hot or whatever you said. Well, I said that, and I'm pretty sure I said awesome at one point. <laughs> I said a lot of things. Yeah, he was he was completely in love, completely <laughs> enamored. But the the performance was really good. I mean, like I said, you could obviously tell that that Burnley was struggling uh, a little bit, but that just goes to show how awesome uh, the rest of his bandmates are because they stepped up and and helped out, mm-hmm. you know, when he needed it. And he kind of saved himself for the last, I would say, four or five songs. Anyway, it kind of seemed. Yeah. I mean, they not to mention they have the whole like 15, 10, 15 minute long interlude where they started with the Imperial March and moved mm-hmm. on to several other covers, including Schism, uh, Walk by Pantera. Man, I wish they would have done more Tool. Yeah, that was awesome. What else? They did Smells Like Teen Spirit. Yeah. 
Uh, I feel like there was another one in there, but it was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. But, you know, and then they ended they ended their performance with bringing all the kids up on yeah. stage, which was really cool. I mean, Burnley's a really fucking weird guy, and he talks like a fucking Jersey stooge. Uh, he talked, yeah, not even a Jersey stooge, just a stooge. Yeah, just <laughs> like, a stooge. He talked a lot more last time I saw him, and it was... Like, this time around, he was just talking normal. Like, he wasn't nearly as stoogy. Really? Yeah. Like, last time, he was like, What's up, everybody? We are breaking Benjamin! Like, he was super douchey last time. That would have ruined it for me. (laughs) He was super douchey last time. I I was, nonetheless, I was really excited to see him. Yeah. You know, that's that's one band that I've wanted to see for years. I had an opportunity to see him back in, like, 08. With Three Days Grace, they were touring with Three Days Grace. Ooh, that would have been real good. And that would have, but unfortunately, I I ended up not being able to go to that concert. So I've always been really butthurt that I missed that. So now, you know, I I would love to see them again. Because, I mean, like, especially with Bad Wolves, we're going to go out of our way to fucking track down Bad Wolves and see Bad Wolves the next couple years. Because that's a band, you know, that's come out the last year and a half that we really, we really want to succeed you and I specifically really want that band to succeed. Um, so if breaking Benjamin fucking cruises through anywhere close to Indiana in the near future, I will be at that show. Cause there, there's no reason to say that. Uh, I mean, I pointed out that he was struggling. Yeah. I'm not just going to say, well, the fucking performance sucked. I don't want to see him again. That's one of my favorite bands of all time. So, I definitely want to see Bad Wolves and like I and as you were saying, I definitely want them to succeed because, you know, they all come from every member of that band comes from a different band that's mm-hmm. no longer a band. Right. Uh, I mean, well, except for the drummer, he came from Devil Driver and they're still a band. Right. But, you know, he he um, like they 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 all start came from a different band and they I don't know where I was going with that thought. <laughs> they're a super group. That's not a shitty supergroup. Yeah. I think is what you're ultimately trying to get at. I think they, they all deserve success. I mean, especially, like, God forbid, the, uh, their, their guitarist, he was in a band called God Forbid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and great band, great metalcore band. Uh, very, there are very few metal bands with African Americans in them, let alone the f- almost entire lineup is African American. Right. And so, like, for so it's just not... Not that there's anything wrong with it, but like it's just unheard of. I got stung by not to change the subject, but a quick thought. I got stung by a She's, fucking bee today. She said you stepped on bees. I didn't step on bees. I got out of my truck and I like raked my foot through the grass and a fucking bee stung me right here. That's like right on the fucking cusp. How's right that feel right now? Right on, it fucking hurts still. Because I'm Oof. thinking about it right now. Ooh. But luckily, my foot didn't swell up, and my throat didn't swell up, and I didn't die. So, I've escaped death yet again. I don't know how, but it fucking hurt. <laughs> that little bastard fucking stung me, and I stomped it to death. <laughs> the fuck out of my life, B. You ever been stung by a hornet? Yeah. That's not fun. No. Ugh. I, uh, I'm actually allergic to bees because I got stung, like, 210 times. By Yellow Jackets. We'll get to that story after the concert. <laughs> Attack so, of the yawns. So we were re- we were really butthurt 
uh, or really disappointed that we missed Bad Wolves. Uh, we kind of got a shock when Five Finger Death Punch came out <laughs> on the stage, and Tommy Vex was the front man temporarily. Yeah, he comes out, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> he's a beefy, beefy boy. Yes, he's a big guy. And, you know, he killed it right out the gate. He killed that song. Like, Lift, it lift Me Up, which is the mm-hmm. was the first single off of uh, uh, Wrong Side of Heaven, Righteous Side of Hell, yep. part one, and featuring Rob Halford. And uh, so he, he did Ivan's part right out the gate and holy shit i was i was just like what the fuck did ivan fuck up again at first okay so at first when they when they started the song i couldn't tell the difference like just right at first and then as soon as i saw him it's like okay that's yeah, as soon as i saw him I, that's I was... obviously not ivan's vocals but you know you and i had this debate a couple months ago that say say ivan fuck or they're at a crossroads and tommy is willing to do two projects at the same time, do five finger death punch and do bad wolves. And Ivan is fucking up and they have to choose. The band has to choose between Ivan and Tommy. I personally said that I would go with Tommy. Yeah. I think Tommy has more upside. You know, I, I love Ivan's vocals. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I think Tommy can do everything that Ivan can do. If not better. Yeah. Personally, that's my opinion. Um, but we were really surprised to see Ivan come out in almost Juggalo-esque attire. Oh, Jesus Which I was Christ. a little bit disappointed that in That was him. so bad. But, he, but uh, you know, they, they kind of finished the song out together, and then, you know, Tommy didn't say anything. He just left the stage, and Ivan kind of, throughout the rest of the show, you know, gave a lot of praise to Tommy, which I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. You know, because they had their little feud, obviously. It, it, it wasn't much of a feud. It was just Tommy filled in for uh, Ivan. I wanted to call him Phil for some reason. Well, Ivan took at took it as Tommy stepping on his dick. Yeah, because... Like, this is my shit. Because Tommy apparently, allegedly, uh, said he was the singer for Five Fingers. Allegedly. Uh, so, and but, that's, why I, that's why I called it a mini feud. Yeah. Just because there was some controversy there. But yeah, he 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 talked about that quite a bit. You know, Ivan's always been pretty good with the crowd in terms of like, you know, talking to us. Stage presence. His stage presence and just talking to us. And he he's been known to be kind of goofy here and there, but he was really like goofy this time around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, what is going on with this guy? I I enjoyed it. Yeah, I know. His, his banter was his banter was a little over the top at times, but it it's nothing he hasn't ever done before. Right. Uh, overall, like the entire, pr- did you hear him like go out of, out of pitch a, f- a couple times? Mm-hmm. There was like once or, and it wasn't like really, he didn't mess up any actual parts and songs, but it was just like these little extra things he would try to do. And he went, he went out and I'm like, Gah. yeah, I'm like, I mean, you and I have talked about it before, like what you were saying Scott Stapp was doing with fucking What If. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not a big fan of frontmen doing that with yeah. bands. I mean, if it, you want to throw a fucking extra guitar solo in there, as long as it's a good one, fucking throw yeah. it in there. But I, I personally don't like it when artists ad-lib their songs. 
or try and try and fucking riff their songs. We are paying to hear you sing me the song that I like. I don't mind it if they ad lib some things, but cha- like sometimes that's a bit too much. And as long as you do it tastefully. What if? What if? What if? Oh no, that it was that's the actual song. <laughs> what Scott Stapp did, he goes, "What if I? What if I? What if I?" That's what I was getting. I'm at. like, ah. I almost want to pull it up because it's don't. it's so Please bad. Don't. I don't want you to ruin Creed for me because that will ruin Creed for me. Yeah, it would. <laughs> but no, I I'm not going to say that. I mean, I one of the guys that I work with said, "Well, once you see Five Finger, you won't really need to ever see him again." Oh bullshit! Well, at this point, yeah, but back in the day, no, I wanted to see them as many times as I could because they were. Like when they were newer, first time I saw them, they were still on Way of the Fist. Mm. Which, and then next time I saw them was a year later, and it they War is the Answer just came out. So I saw them side stage at Mayhem Festival. Awesome. Fucking awesome. And then next time I saw them was some small club in Chicago with uh, Otep and Shadows Fall. Ooh, cool. And, That's a good lineup. And Two Cents. Uh got uh, oh that was the that was the concert that really killed it for me with otep they just came out with a new album smash the control machine i think and i wasn't a big fan of that and then i saw them live and it was just otep shamaya their singer she was just weird as fuck and i just was not into it Uh, she just kept spewing like all this poetry shit in between songs and i was just i wasn't into it I wasn't into it. I was there for a metal show, not some fucking poetry read-off. Right. Um, and then Ivan comes out for Five Finger Death Punch, and he's he's in a bulletproof vest. It says dick on the side for the name tag, and he is just fucking going full force the whole show. Uh, coming off War is the Answer, I was like, fuck. <laughs> fuck. And next time I saw them was at main stage at Mayhem again. Uh, but like I said, they were main stage this time, so they were farther away. Didn't quite get the same experience. Next time I saw them after that was um, Trespass America Festival in uh, Fort Wayne at the Coliseum. and that So that was a little closer. That had Battlecross, which I missed. That would have been my first time seeing Battlecross, but I missed them. Uh, God Forbid, Emir, Pop Evil. How was Pop Evil? Eh. Mediocre. Eh. Just like they are. Yeah. Um, Kill Switch Engage. That was my first time seeing Kill Switch. Trivium. And then uh, Five Finger Death Punch. And that was that was a fantastic show. I got Chris Kale to shake his beard at me. <laughs> that was before the dread beard. Nice. <laughs> that was when, that was when it was just a full on fucking beard. Uh yeah, but and so and then I saw them one other time after that, again, main stage at Mayhem. And that was at Wrong Side of Heaven. The The first CD came out. And that was, a, that was a decent show. That was the first time I'd seen them on main stage and actually enjoyed it. But this time, uh, they have come out with two CDs since, technically three CDs since the last time I saw them. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those CDs was Got Your Six, and it was just Terrible. absolute garbage. Uh, hot garbage. Not hot just garbage. garbage. Did you hear those idiots behind us trying to get them to play Got Your Six, the song? Yeah. I was like, you guys are fucking idiots if you actually enjoyed that fucking album. Which a lot of people would argue 
a lot of people I'm friends with would argue that I'm a fucking idiot for even liking Five Finger Death Punch in the first place. Uh, I, I believe someone called it Butt Rock. And that that's why we're the episode title today is Butt Rocked. Which is fine. I'm, I'm okay with it. I enjoyed I enjoy but Five Finger Death Punch. I apparently enjoy Butt Rock. So, I I like the performance. Yeah, I, I thought they did a good job. A good, you know, it was a really good time. Um, it was really humbling when when Ivan was talking about his uh, all of the mistakes that he's made. You know, the camera kind of fucking zoomed in on his face, and there was yeah, like there's a tear. There was one tear. You know, 1970s Indian commercial style. <laughs> um, but you, I mean, you could tell at least hopefully um, that he's kind of learned from his mistakes and, and he wants to continue to be a successful musician and take care of his family. And what I really appreciated, you know, his stage presence was a little bit over the top, especially with the juggalo type outfit, uh, which I just can't tolerate. Um, (laughs) No, but no, his interactions with the crowd, he, you could tell that that aspect of it was very humble. You know, he brought a cancer survivor out on the stage mm-hmm. that had just had surgery a couple days before that. And he made that kid stand up center stage on his little podium for like, what, two and a half songs, three songs. It was just one song. No, I was longer than that. It was, it one, was song. More than one song. It was remember everything. No, but but he was on the stage for more than one song. Is what I'm saying. He was only on the podium for one oh, song. Okay. So, I mean, he highlighted this this kid and all of his troubles for the entire crowd, and then the entire crowd was, you know, participating in the song, and that, I mean, I I didn't really watch Ivan during that song. I just watched that kid, and that kid was like. I don't know what to fucking do up here, but this is awesome. I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah. You know, and he had one of the bats in his hands. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know if I should hit someone with this or <laughs> or what, but, you know, it was really cool. I mean, their, their pyrotechnics were fucking badass. Yeah. Yeah, their stage setup was pretty awesome. I mean, there was a couple times that, I don't know if you could, but I could fucking feel the heat from where I was at. Yeah, there was a few times. So, I mean, that that's some pretty strong pyro. Because we we weren't close by any means. No, uh, I remember they used to they used to bring kids up on the stage all the time. I think during Bad Company or one of the other songs, and uh, they would they would he would ask the kids to you know give up the middle put up the middle finger and all that and because it's a metal show. And I I had some I had a friend Cody, which is hilarious because he stopped he liked them until that point until he saw them live doing that. Really? Yeah, uh, but it's which is hilarious because Ivan's presence the other night reminded me a lot of Cody. <laughs> Cody Clem, everybody. Uh, yeah, he, he the way he was interacting with the crowd and talking to us um, reminded me of Cody like hardcore, <laughs> and I don't mean that in a good way. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, we don't always have to give compliments. No. Uh, what were we talking about? But yeah, he, Cody did not respect the fact that he was having the kids do that. He he thought that was very not cool, I guess. Unprofessional. Unprofessional. I guess. He's like, that's bullshit. And I'm like, it's a gesture. It, 
It's a gesture. It's, I mean, I used it, to run around in the early 2000s going like this. He's doing the suck it. The, the suck it uh, gesture from made famous by D-Generation X of the WWF. Yeah. I mean, what fucking 90s kid did not run around doing that to everyone and everything? Yeah, you're right. Like a fucking random park squirrel? Suck this dick, squirrel. <laughs> fucking yeah, it's, grandma? One, it. it's just a gesture. Two, you're at a fucking metal show. This Most of the time, I mean, at least back then when we were going to concerts, you probably saw a tit or two. We saw a tit. Eh, half a tit with a pasty. We saw a full tit with pasty. I only saw side boob. Yeah, I got full tit. Cool. We also had an impromptu fucking pit behind us that just yeah. pissed me off. Yeah, it pissed me off too because it was like, it, it was the exact people, it was the exact fans of Five Finger Death Punch that I hate. Uh, so but, I have never seen more trashy people concentrated in one place in my entire life until uh, oh, Friday you night. You should have gone to see Corn last year. Corn, I, and I bet it was the same for Rob Zombie and Marilyn Manson like a month ago. I saw more fucking Juggalo tattoos than I've ever seen in my life. I only saw the one. Oh, uh, when I went... Okay, remember when I told you that I went to to go to the bathroom and get Skylar a drink? And I had to dodge, like, seven people that I knew? For every one person that I had to dodge in the crowd, I saw at least three fucking wow. juggalo tattoos. And they were either on the face or they were on the neck. I mean... I didn't see any of those. I'm I glad. saw one guy with a fucking hatchet man tattoo on his cheek idiot what a fucking idiot god you juggalos if if you listen to this show first of all stop breathing <laughs> breathing and listening to this show i don't i don't want your <laughs> we don't want your business i don't want your ears we refuse the right to serve oh my <laughs> god we reserve the right to refuse service to anyone but but before you stop listening or watching and you're a juggalo i want you to know you fucks are stupid we hate you you is stupid we hate you you is stupid. <laughs> but oops. You're you're going to see some shit at a metal show. You're going to hear some shit at a metal show. Right? There if you don't oh my God, want your some guy pretended to fucking play with balls with my beard. Yeah, I remember that. Uh It's very uncomfortable. But if 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 you don't want your child exposed to that, don't fucking take him to a metal show. Right? Don't take him to a rock show. Don't take him anywhere where there's a possibility of being exposed to that. Because it's gonna happen, and you can't get mad at it. You yep. can't. You can't legitimately get mad at something that you know is gonna happen, and you had you had the opportunity to, quote unquote, protect your child from. I had some fast sow hanging over, hanging all over me too, in the fucking concession line while I was trying to get a corn dog. <laughs> <laughs> I almost got in a fist fight because I pushed some fat bitch off of me, and her juggalo, uh, fucking lackey tried to get in my fucking face so Ugh. trying to get a fucking corn dog i just want to get a corn dog and I'm, get out of this line i'm just really happy i didn't see any juggalos besides the one and and i was like i looked i looked at miranda and i was like i see why they're in the handicap area <laughs> just this all i saw was this hatchet girl on the back of some chick's neck and she was sitting down in the handicapped area and i was like ah I see why they're handicapped. <laughs> Juggalo. Do you think they're going to start selling Fago at, at fucking Ruhoffa Mortgage Wireless Center? Oh, Jesus Switch? Fuck. Deer Creek? I hope not. I sincerely hope not. 
You made some friends at the show. Oh, yeah. We had some possible swingers. Uh, Try to lay you. A t- a t- they were. I think they were... They were putting the moves on us. They never got to actually proposition Miranda and I, but we, we're fairly certain that's what they were leading up to. Miranda pointed it out after I, I had thought about it. I'm like, are these guys trying to fuck us? <laughs> <laughs> and then Miranda goes, I think they're swingers. I can tell. <laughs> Because she my, used to be a swinger. My swinger sense is tingling. Yeah, she used to be a swinger. So, like, she's like, I, I know how they're talking to us. I've been talked to like this before. <laughs> and I'm like, cause she, this conversation all happened over text. And she's like, I think they're swingers. I was like, yes, I think they're trying to fuck us. <laughs> she's like, and, and I'm like, it's not going to happen. We rode here with Tyler. <laughs> Well, I, I told you that, hey, I mean, I'll, I'll fucking come back and get you tomorrow if I need to, I guess. <laughs> like, shit. No. I'm not into that. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. I'm not into that. Nope. <laughs> but the, but we did make friends with him, I guess, because, like, he just kept... there. The guy just kept talking to me, and he... This was apparently his second ever concert. Do you think he wanted your pee-pee in his mouth? I don't know. Probably. I think he wanted More than pee-pee. likely. Uh, but he just, I, I just kept going back to the music every time he'd start talking to me about something else. I'd be like, Oh yeah, but this concert, and, uh, he was, he told me his first concert was the Marilyn Manson Rob Zombie show. And he was like, Oh yeah, it was fucking awesome. And I was like, Oh yeah, well we had shine down in Lafayette last year. And yeah. And yeah. And I was, I was <laughs> going, stop talking to me. I kept going on about, I was like, Oh yeah. Five finger death punch. I've seen them like five times. They put on a hell of a show way different than breaking benjamin going on right now he just kept trying to talk to me and i'm just i'll all i want to do is fucking listen to this concert right and he just kept talking to me and i hate i cannot stand people who have conversations while a show's going on like you and me i i I, we talked a lot but it was just comments back and forth about what was currently going on on stage Right. we were both we were both facing the stage i would make a comment and then that comment you know you would laugh i would laugh the comment would be over yeah. You would do the same thing and you wouldn't even turn around. You would just kind of lean back. Yeah. I would lean forward. You would say what you said and then we would go back to focusing on the show. Never once did I make you like stop and turn around and like have a fucking conversation. Like I was getting distracted by that guy. Yeah, it was bad. And Miranda kept talking to him because she's she's super friendly and she likes to make make friends with people. So she just kept talking to him and I'm like. <sighs> I don't fucking like fucking anyone. Concert. I don't want people to talk to me. Yeah, I don't either. Typically, we had that one guy that kept burning me with a cigarette. <laughs> he tried to make friends with me too, and I was I. The last time I talked to him was when he introduced himself, and I said, "Hi, I'm Dick," and that was it. <laughs> Which apparently that pissed him off. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's why he was burning me with a cigarette. I don't. I don't know. I can't remember. I had one alcoholic beverage that night. It was sad. You had two. I had one. You had a Takati. Okay, yeah, you're the Takati. I had the Takati and the Jack Daniels Down Home Punch. I bought a really nasty Smirnoff Smash. And did you hear the people that, that were walking by saying, this is the best beer ever? No. 
it was fucking nasty. It was. It truly was. Like it, not exactly the front end of it, but like no, the, the front end tasted good, and then as soon the as you back swallowed end, it, it's like the back end was so bad. Oh, and it was like a smeared off fucking. It, it was it a smeared off ice, like a type of smeared off ice, or no? It's this new. It was some blend of two flavors. It was and, strawberry, uh, strawberry and lemon. It was fucking bad. I thought it would be was. delicious. It was not. Should have just went with a Jack Daniels. I ate more popcorn than I ever than I ate last time, though. I know. I'm happy. I ate for almost you. an entire bag. <laughs> and I ate a corn dog. And a corn dog. And I wasn't upset. <laughs> you know how much those two drinks that I bought Skylar and I cost? Thirty two dollars yeah. and fifty cents. Ours cost twenty eight dollars, but it's because I bought two koozies with them. That was dumb. That was dumb. I wanted my beer to stay cold. Drink it faster. I did. I still drank them pretty fast. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Five Finger Death Punch. They played a lot of shitty songs at first. I was like, ah, oh, they're just getting really crappy stuff out of the way. They'll play better stuff. They kind of played some better stuff. I would have really liked to hear Far From Home. I would have liked to hear anything more off of... War is the answer. They didn't play much. They they played a lot. They didn't even play a whole lot of newer stuff. Mm-mm. They played. They played too much off of Got Your Six. They played too much off of American Capitalist. Yep. My two least favorite albums. Yes. Ugh. They played one. They played not counting the bleeding. They played one song off of Way of the Fist, and it's a bonus track. Mm-hmm. So I I was impressed at, that they actually played the bleeding. I I, I knew they were going to play the bleeding. They always play. They always end the set on the bleeding. I've never been to a I know. death punch show. I know. So I figured it was going to be all fucking got your six. That's what I figured it was going to be. <laughs> I thought it was going to be all got your six. Their cover songs and like fucking one song from Wrong Side of Heaven. I really hate. The fact that they rely so much on their cover songs. I for, see, for, I like it. I mean, they're good songs. Because their covers are so good. They are good covers. I don't care what you say about Bad Company. That's a good cover. House of the Rising Sun, that actually made me give a shit about that song. Um, I still don't like it that much in terms of all their covers, but uh, Gone Away, that's a great cover. I love that cover of Gone Away. But they rely too heavily on their covers as singles and as for set list items. Uh, I would I I would have much rather heard fucking burn it down or bulletproof than bad company. I would have much rather heard fucking. We did hear burn it down. No, we heard we heard burn motherfucker. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. From that and that was the only song off of Wrong Side of Heaven besides the little tiny bit of wrong side of heaven that they played right um i would have loved to her loved her i guess lift me up yeah i would have loved to heard more i fucking hate you (laughs) stop talking please Uh, uh, but yeah they played the bleeding and that was just absolutely excellent uh i love that's one of my favorite concert moments anytime i see anytime i hear it because it's my favorite it's my favorite five finger death punch song besides the tragic truth which that's is, a good one which is a bonus song off american capitalist you can only get it off of itunes i think 
Uh, wonderful song. I've always wanted to cover it. <sighs> but yeah, the bleeding. That was one of my favorite moments from my very first concert. That was my first time crowd surfing was during Five Finger Death Punch too. Cool. Against my will. That's fair. Literally every time I've crowd surfed, it's been against my will. <laughs> How many times did you have your dick grabbed? None. Damn. I've kicked a few people in the face on accident, though. Are you sure it was on accident? Yes. All right. I had no intention of maiming anybody. I would have kicked everyone in the <laughs> face on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> exactly like that. Like, I was really I was really prepping myself for that fucking pit to somebody to bump into the back of me so I could elbow him right in the fucking mouth. Oh, my mouth. God, that pit was stupid. And it was literally, like, as I said earlier, it was literally made up of all the the fucking affliction tap Pseudo out wearing juggalo people pseudo fucking the the fucking bro core the bro cores corpse core please stop the douchebags like the fucking douchebags that go to fucking ufc fight nights at hooters or b-dubs where yeah, I, used with, to do that. I did too but i didn't wear a tap out shirt or a fucking affliction shirt. No, instead, I started wearing my douchebag shirt, which was made by Chris Kale of Five Finger Death Punch. It's literally a, a shirt that says douchebag in the tap-out font. And below it says, more than just a shirt, douchebag. <laughs> I had a bunch of those stickers, too. I wish I still had the douchebag stickers. I could probably order some. Order them. I might. Start, I love those things. Bring them to the concert. We'll start handing them out. Uh, I, I'm I'm so I've I've been very happy since Chris Kale joined Five Finger Death Punch because he's he's been kind of like an extension of the band. Like he himself is his own wing of the band in right. terms of fan interaction and stuff. Because he has his own like fan club and all that shit. He's he's just the bass player. <laughs> it's like and he's a bass player that's not been in any other band. He he was literally like a bartender in at the Hard Rock Cafe in Vegas. He's what? just a regular gay. He's just a regular gay from Kentucky. <laughs> but he's a badass. He used to fucking wish me a happy birthday every year for like three years. And then one year, I think it was my first year at Subaru, first or second year at Subaru, he didn't wish me a happy birthday. And I literally, I posted on his wall. I was like, bro, are you mad? <laughs> he's like, no, man, why would I be mad? I'm like, you didn't wish me a happy birthday. He's like, oh, man, I'm on tour, man. I don't always have access to internet. I'm like, that's fair. <laughs> Sad face. Balls. <sighs> I'm pretty sure I fell asleep on the way home. I can't remember. You did. I did. I tried to stay up and, you know talk to you and but you didn't talk to me at all and the conversation died and i was like oh it never started i was talking here and there i don't remember yeah you don't remember fuck off <laughs> you fuck off you went to sleep yeah because the conversation kept dying so i was like fuck this <laughs> sleep <laughs> uh so we just watched uh the predator tr the, the final predator trailer what was your thoughts uh, makes me want to see it even less. What? Nothing about that trailer seemed cool to me at all. It looked cooler than the last one. All the science stuff, like where they're in like the 
the fucking labs and shit. That looked cool. I'm hoping to maybe get some more like predator background. I'm excited to see it. Uh, however, all the whatever that predator, the the bigger predator, the giant was, predator. The, the, I I was not a fan of any of that. It looked all CGI. Because it is. And it didn't look good. Because it doesn't. <laughs> and you want you like that? Yeah, I want to see it. I want to see the regular predator fuck this thing up. I don't. Well, we're going to, so... I know we are. I mean... I don't want to see this movie. Well, we're going to, so fucking get over it. Ugh. Now, what are you going to do when we leave the fucking theater and you're like, man, that was actually pretty good? Well, the only... The only my expectations are so fucking low that the only way to go is up. So, and I typically like any movie I see, so it's already got a good chance. <laughs> 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 uh, I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be better than mediocre. Okay. Personally. All right. <laughs> That's all we can hope for. I think. I think it'll be a better movie than Pacific Rim Uprising. Ah, I don't know about that. Why? I, I just. I don't see it happening. How? Sh- shitty CGI. You're going to point that out in The Predator and not talk about it in fucking Pacific Rim? Pacific Rim didn't have shitty CGI. It, the CGI was no. fucking cartoony, Blaine. No, it was not. Okay, the robots, yeah, but the kaiju, no. The fucking robots are CGI, Blaine. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that you was can't the... critique part of the CGI and not critique all of the CGI. Okay, so that as I was saying, the robots, the CGI for the robots, cartoony. It was a little shitty. The kaiju, however, very well done. That was clearly where most of the budget was. <laughs> I fucking hate you sometimes. It's gonna be a good. It's gonna be a decent movie. It's gonna. It's gonna uh, keep us moving forward in the fucking Predator franchise. Would you rather? Would you rather the last thing that happened in the Predator franchise be Predators? No. Because you know how we. You know how we tied up all the loose ends of that story. We had a fucking comic. A motion comic that nobody knew about that also ended in a cliffhanger. Wow. I, I've never seen that. Is it on YouTube? Can I, I watch that on YouTube? I don't know if it's on YouTube. You might just have to look it up. I'll have to look that up. But it's the final two surviving characters fucking surviving another wave of hunts. And he, they kill a predator and he takes all their gear. I don't remember. Adrian Brody does. Yeah, I don't remember his character's name. I don't either. But he takes all their their gear and then becomes a fucking badass. I remember my one of my favorite things from that movie is uh, Topher Grace talking to Danny Trejo. He's like, "Yeah, I gotta pee. I gotta piss." Can, can it? And he's like, "Yeah, I do too, but I don't piss. I unleash." <laughs> fucking Danny Trejo. Yeah. <laughs> and it had a. Uh, what I always forget his fucking name. Uh, Og. The fucking crazy guy. The 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 inmate. I thought it was fucking like Scoggins. Goggins. Goggins. I can't remember his first name. <laughs> I don't remember. That guy that I really want to play Cletus Cassidy, but I don't think he's going to play Cletus Cassidy now that he's been in Ant-Man and the Wasp. 
Yeah, but he could also play Cletus Cassidy. He just changed his name. So he's not Cletus Cassidy anymore. Cletus Cassidy doesn't have to be Carnage. Carnage just has to be Carnage. Yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm more stoked for Venom than I am Predators. Well, duh. Or the Predator. Duh. I want to show you this because I'm going to buy this sweatshirt and I think you're going to be super jelly. So keep talking. Um, what, 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 what am I talking about? Man, this is, this is a really laid back episode, guys. We, we really came in pretty unprepared. We were pretty much just prepared to talk about the concert and then we did that. <laughs> uh, yeah, some dead space here because he decided he needs to show me something. And he's leaving it all on me, the guy who rare. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I saw that, and it's badass. I'm getting that it. That Venom hoodie is badass. I'm ordering it on Friday. <laughs> nice. Because I have to have it. Um, I really want to get a... Vi- so, we're going we're gonna to transition, because uh, this is a good segue. Uh, we're going to talk about tattoos a little bit today. Go for it. Because... Um, you know, I'm starting my fucking college experience again as an adult on Tuesday, which is tomorrow. And then over the next couple of months, I'm going to finally start my uh, sleeves, I believe. And I had an idea for a sleeve, but I also think it's a dumb idea at the same time. But it's the fucking symbiote goo. Fucking all webbed up one of my arms. But it's basically just one of the black tattoos and I, I normally think that those are pretty dumb. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Where someone just tattoos their entire arm black. Like, ah, that's dumb. But you'd have to get the white for the symbiote or? Well, I'll, I'll, while we're discussing it, I'll pull up like an example. Okay. Like, I've... Because I've I only know of one person that has done this all the way. I have a pretty good idea of what you're trying to put out there. But I might need some visual help a visual aid yeah i'll I'll get there so this one and i don't know if i'll be able to find this oh yeah i found it so this is just basically his hand and his forearm but like that okay Hmm. so this guy did it all the way to the tips of his fingers can you imagine how fucking i watched a video of him getting it finished where they finished the tips of his fingers, and this guy was in so much pain, he was, like, crying. Can you imagine? Like, I have, like, the tips of my fingers are extremely sensitive. So if I ever, like, if I fucking bumped the side of that that uh, dresser with my finger right now, I would probably almost piss my pants. I know for a fact I can't do, I, I there's no fucking needles going anywhere near the tips of my fingers. <laughs> but, uh, fucking the, like, I talk about the Hulk a lot because he's my favorite hero. Yeah. The Vi- Venom is my favorite fucking character ever. Like, he's just a fucking badass. So, I thought I thought that would be cool. But, but now the conversation died because you're just, I dig it. You're just staring at me. No, I dig it. I'm just anything. tired. We're both tired, man. We're both so tired. I need to, I need to order my costume soon costume yeah for halloween that's neato do you think it would be dumb i don't think it'd look great on you thank you that's basically what i was getting at yeah i 
I like your other idea a lot. Your Valkyrie idea. Oh yeah, I'm getting that for sure. Uh, not th- I'm not. I don't think I'm really feeling this idea on you. Uh, really on anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad idea. I'm just saying don't get it. All right. For anybody. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I mean, it's it's one of those things that I don't like, and so it's I don't know. Like if it were me. I would think it's a stupid idea till I got it and I'd be like, oh yeah, this is badass actually. But until that happens, I'm like, ah, eh, I don't like it. No, I get it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I figured knowing the internet and ordering things off the internet, it can sometimes take up to a month to you know get the shit that you want when not ordering for Amazon or something. Right. So I figured I I need to get on ordering my costume, which. I'm going to be going as a uh, quail man. Why don't you just make it? Cause when it comes to me making my costumes or my, you my ideas, just need, you literally just need a green sweater, some whitey tidies, a belt. That's literally all you need. I'd rather just order it. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. Got to go all out, man. <laughs> I mean, if I can if I can find find the actual like individual items, that'd be awesome. But and I would do it that way. Yeah, uh, I might I might still try to do it that way, but I don't know. Me doing things on my own tends to end up being me doing things literally the night before I need them. Mm-hmm. So much like uh, Heritage Hogan, right? Uh, for LaFiCon this year, I did that all like literally. The last two days before LaFiCon. Right. Uh, That's that 30%. Yeah. Harley Quinn. I put. I think I did a lot. I put a lot of effort into Car- Harley Quinn. Um, luckily, I had two nights in a row doing it. So the first night, I literally wore the costume that I ordered. And that was, it was okay. Uh, second night, I, I went... I had a different shirt minus the jacket. I actually got like the Harley Quinn shirt. So the jacket had the shirt, but it was like built into the jacket. And it was stupid. Little monster. Yeah. And it was stupid, but I kept the booty shorts from that. <laughs> and then the next night I had, I, I went out and bought, I went to Spencer's bought the shirt. It was either Spencer's or hot. It was hot topic. And I bought the shirt in the smallest size that they had. It's medium. Oh, it was it was, it was sh- small. <laughs> it was a micro shirt. It was a micro shirt. You actually shirt. bought it at Baby Gap. I yeah, I might as well have. Uh, so I I start putting that on at home and I start hearing it rip. I'm like, oh no. So I went back and got an actual medium, <laughs> which was still pretty tight on me. I might add. Tweet. Tweet. Tweet like a toyka. <laughs> and, and then uh, I had my girlfriend at the time do my makeup. And I so that time I actually had makeup the night before I didn't. So I, we really went all out for that, uh, that, that Harley Quinn. And it was very successful. Uh, people talked about it for moons to come. Moons. Uh, many moons later. <sighs> what are you doing for Halloween? Like what? Do you have any ideas? I have no idea. Have you ever? Do you, are you? You're not typically a person that does stuff, are you? No, I have a person that wants to do stuff. I think Skylar and I are going to go as Red and Kitty Foreman. Nice. Because are you gonna are you gonna shave your head? 
Uh, no, I'll probably get a skull cap. Damn. <laughs> because I don't want to shave my head. Um, and you know, Red's not entirely bald. No, he's got the. He's, he's got balding. Yeah, he's got the like. No, he's 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 balded. <laughs> I just I don't want to shave my head. But Red and Kitty Foreman are like. That's got a nice dynamic. Oh, for sure. Like Kitty, that... Kitty walks into the kitchen. Do you think I'm pretty? Red looks up from his newspaper. So that's what we're gonna do today. We're gonna fight. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, you've you've known me for a little over a year at this point. Has there ever been a time that you've been involved in a conversation with me and I have not looked at someone? With pure and utter disdain and shame and disappointment and said, dumbass. Yeah, you at least said it in your head. Yes. And I I saw it happen. Yeah. (laughs) It's like I see this little twitch right here and that that little twitch is literally the dumbass. Yep. Uh, I saw a meme the other day and it's one of those name a more iconic trio and it had like the Kardashians or some shit and it's like. Please, red format his foot in your ass. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I'm yeah. going to put my foot in your ass. I remember the very last episode of uh, that 70s show. God, they had so sad. They had of that. They had a dumbass compilation and a my foot in your ass compilation. And both of them were like three or four minutes long. What a fuck. OK, I'm glad that you brought this up because this is actually something good that we can talk about before we end the show. Yeah. How fucking disappointed were you when that show ended? Okay, let me let's rewind a little bit. Did you watch the show as it was airing? Basically, okay. Yeah. Were you really disappointed when Topher Grace left the show? I didn't. I didn't even really know he left because uh, I missed that episode. Okay, or those episodes when he when he went to the Peace Corps. Yeah. Um, all I remember is coming in like a couple episodes into the final season, not even knowing it was the final season. And there was some other guy that wasn't Eric. That wasn't Eric. And he was really lame. Yep. He was super lame. He was like Kelso and Eric combined because Kelso was gone too. Yeah. You know, Kelso was doing the cop thing after yeah. he had the kid. So it was just Hyde and Jackie Fez. And Hyde's sister. Hyde's sister, which was also incredibly lame. Donna. I kind of liked her. Jim Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan, yes. <laughs> um, Leo and... Well, Leo left towards the end of the show, too. Oh. I don't know. It's been a while. I guess... I, I guess... A lot of the original cast was gone. I mean, because you have to remember, spoiler alert fans, for anybody that likes that 70s show and hasn't finished it, you're pathetic. You it's on, it's on it. Netflix. It's on Netflix. It's been on Netflix for years. Yeah. Um... They won't get rid of it. Fez ends up with Jackie. Yeah, it's crazy. But that, that okay, so that to me was a, okay, this makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, they've lived together. You know, Fez has always been after Jackie. Jackie's finally realizing that, that Fez, foreign exchange student, you know, Fez. <laughs> yeah. I was today years old when I figured that out. I, li- I like those memes. I do too. They're they they they're really a revelation. <laughs> and they infuriate me at the same time. I know because you literally are like, "Holy shit, this is so true." I did so, not know this all those years, yeah. and they never knew what fucking Fez's name was. They heard it, but they didn't remember it because they didn't care because he was Fez. But uh, yeah, Fez ends up with Jackie. Fucking 
Kelso comes back for just that final episode to jump off the fucking water tower like an idiot. Classic. Classic. I mean. Classic Kelso. Right. Um, Donna doesn't end up with anybody, right? No, she ends up with Eric. Are they official, though? Uh, yeah, now that's the thing. I don't know. I uh, thought I thought they just kind of... literally. See, that was one of the cliffhanger... The last, the very last thing is Eric shows up. And, like, she she, she goes outside to, you know... Sit get on a, the car. Sit on the car and get away from everybody. And then he just walks, waltzes on up. You know? Hey. Hey. <laughs> Show's over. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Why? I feel like there was more to it than that, but but that's basically I, what it was. I did, I did actually watch that series end. Fuck, I watched that series premiere. That was, there's two shows that I've done that with that '70s show and How I Met Your Mother. I did not do that with How You Met How I Met Your Mother, but I did that with that '70s show and Scrubs. Technically, I did that with that '80s show too. Mm, <laughs> I'm really upset that that didn't take take on. It could have been better. Right, it could have been Looking a lot better, back, but... I mean, get, don't get me wrong. I was in, like, second grade when that show happened. All, when that 80s all, show? All season and a half of it, yeah. No, we were uh, older than that. No, it was, I was either in second or third grade. Pull it up. Let's see when it premiered. Because that 70s show premiered in 98. Okay. That 70s show premiered in 98. I was seven years old, which I was in second grade. I was in first grade. In 98? Yep. You're older than me. How was I a grade ahead of you? 97, 98 was my first grade year. 98 was my second grade year. 98 to 99 was my second grade year. So how are we in the same grade, but you graduated a year ahead of me? 2002. Okay. So I would have been in sixth grade. Fifth and sixth grade. Okay, I misunderstood you. I thought you said that 80s show premiered. When you were in second grade. No, I, I thought I, I was wrong. Okay. I, you, I, I, you, you heard right, and I, I was I wrong. I got really confused here. I was wrong, but it only I remember, lasted. I remember, like, click on click on one of the Wikipedia images. Uh, just just any of those. Yeah, I don't even remember. I, Holy I, shit, is that fucking McElhenney from... Oh, I'm popping this over. Is it, That's the from uh, Always Sunny. Yes. Holy shit. I don't even remember any of these cast members at I, all. I don't either. I mean, I remember uh, what's her name down there at the bottom, the blonde one. Like, I remember I remember this chick, whoever That's, she uh, is. Shannon Elizabeth, isn't it? Ah, uh, no. Let's look up the cast now. now I feel really dumb. Cast, uh, Glenn Howerton. Uh... Tinsley Grime, Kyler Lee, Eddie Shin, Brittany Daniel, Margaret Smith, Jeff Pearson, and Josh Bratton. Yeah, I don't know any of these people. That yeah. fucking. It. Yeah, I don't know any of these people. This is making me feel really dumb. I don't like this. <laughs> but I was really disappointed that this show wasn't better because, I mean, when I finished that '70s show for like the third time, I was like. Man, it'd be really cool to go forward with something. Are you going to play the fucking intro of the show? No. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Do you want to play the full ver the full cheap trick version? No. Or? 
No, the 80s show one. Oh, the 80s show? Yeah, because we're making fun of that one. Oh, shit. It's it's an intro. Or it's a suggestion. Uh, That's the pilot episode. Cool. <laughs> Don't regret <laughs> sad face. Oh. Yes, man. But I just, I just missed good, good fucking shows. Oh, fucking tougher grace. I like that image of that T Rex eating something. I know, right? It's a packy. Oh my god. MH World shots. It came up as, as a suggested video after this. I love Monster Hunter World shots. Yeah, it's I'm a, a little, big fan. Uh, they they recently did the 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 Behemoth series. Did you watch that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> once once you sent me the first one, I've kept up on all of them. Same. Because <laughs> they're they're too good not to watch. I, I I absolutely love the. It's like you can't just have these assholes with long swords just going in. I need healing. I need it's like four four long swords guys and they're like I need heal I need heal I need healing <laughs> <laughs> and then you have like the one guy the one guy with the wiggler hat and he's just like <laughs> 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 and he's like he's like trying to fucking like maneuver everybody it's like you tank you do this <laughs> 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 it's just <laughs> I fucking love that video. I need a. Did we ever watch that on this show? I don't think so. Which one? The the original Wiggler one or the new one? The original Wiggler. No, no, we have not. Uh I'm just gonna fucking look so through my subscriptions, but just uh, type in MH World, and then it should it should auto pull it up there. Oh, I was over here in my thing. Damn it! H world. Right there, it's at the top. It was the first yeah, thing. Yeah, I see it now. Okay. I wonder if it's the Devil Joe one or... Scout flies. And see, I actually had it over here already. Oh, this is going to be a bitch to find. It's a Scout flies one, isn't it? I don't think so. I thought it was the Scout Flies one. Demo Nutshell. How they should dra- have a playlist. Bad Dragonator. It might be... It might be the Devil Joe one. Click on their playlist. Mage World Shots. These guys are so fucking funny, though. Are you... Sh- no, because... I think it's the it's the Devil Joe one. Okay, well we'll we'll play it, and we'll see. No, because this is old and new Devil Joe, and the Wiggler head came out before Devil Joe.
Alright, we'll go to the scout flies one and see what happens. No, this isn't the scout flies one. Ah! I need to find this. Demo in a nutshell. Alright, 49. Just search Wiggler Head. Maybe it's this one. We'll try it. Yep, it is. <laughs> I know what quest that is. <laughs> Good shit. I love that. Because, <laughs> like, when the Wiggler head came out, you were, like, so against it. Yeah, I, I have it, but I'll never, ever wear it. I haven't worn it. And when it, the very first time I started, aug I found out I could augment my uh, my armor pieces. I, I just, I augmented that and immediately started using, like, all my armor spheres on different things that I didn't really even use. And then I ran out and before I could use the armor spheres on shit that I needed. <laughs> So, uh, luckily, I didn't get the Wiggler upgraded all the way before I realized that. <laughs> so, I stopped you. Yeah, that Wiggler hat. It's great. <laughs> I need healing. I need healing. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> I still haven't beaten the behemoth yet. I haven't even had a chance.
Audio listeners, I'm so sorry. <laughs> A few moments later. Your flash duty wiggler man. <laughs> okay, that that's enough. <laughs> we can't we can't do this to our yeah, audio we can't listeners. Sit there for 10 plus minutes. No. If you guys are fans of Monster Hunter, uh, definitely check out MH World Shots. It's a little animated series that some uh, one, some YouTube, I, I can't remember the channel right now. It's but like NPC production. NCH, I think. Uh, 
MCH Productions. Yeah, it's a little. It's basically a tutorial series that also completely makes fun of everything. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's great shit. Just the animations, and it, the sad thing is, so much of it's true. All of it. <laughs> so much of it's true because I've seen nearly all of these things happen on my own hunts. Um, is that it? I think we're done. I think we're done. You you got you got yourself a cookout to go I to? I gotta go to a cookout. Alright, well, let's start plugging, shall we? Plug away, my man. So, this is episode 53. Here in about two more episodes, two more weeks, we'll be moving to our own feed, which we have already set up. Uh, if you want, you can already go ahead and subscribe to Podcastrophy on Podbean or YouTube. Just look up Podcastrophy. Both will show up. Uh, I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's... Let me look for for YouTube first. It's Podcastrophy. Okay. Yep. Podcastrophy podcast on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll see our logo. You'll see Same with Podbean. You'll see it. So go ahead go and subscribe to either channel, uh, YouTube or Podbean, and you will start getting some content, not anything new. Nothing new until episode 55 uh, on, in terms of the Podbean. Hopefully by then we'll have iTunes and Spotify figured out and all the other platforms. Uh, iTunes and Spotify are going to be the ones we focus on other than uh, Podbean currently. Uh, yeah, we're moving to our own feed, guys. Remember that. We need you, we need you now more than ever. <laughs> Did we figure out how to also stream to Twitch? Uh, yeah, we, we messed around with this thing called Joycaster, and basically it... It allows us to stream to multiple sources. However, when I went to stream to Facebook, it said, nope, you have to have a custom URL for this, and that costs 25 bucks a month. So as advertised, you can you can stream to Facebook. You can have up to three streams at once. However, I guess Facebook, what they don't tell you is Facebook requires the monthly subscription. Which they don't tell you that at all. They they actually advertise that Facebook is one of those things you can stream to. Mm-hmm. So that's not cool. But we'll see what happens. Yes. Uh, yeah, we're just look out. We're gonna be on our own feed. As uh, again, I'm gonna keep repeating it until we're on our own feed. And even then, I'm probably still gonna keep repeating it. Uh, we're gonna have all kinds of extra content. Hopefully, we're gonna hopefully start getting more stuff to you. Uh, until then, you can catch us on the Journey into Comics Network every Thursday on Podbean, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, iTunes, and more. If you subscribe to Journey into Comics Network, you get our show plus like a bunch of other shows like Journey into Comics, Foodies Watching Movies, Voices of Survival, Kids for Sale, Adulting Ain't Easy, Bruise with Dudes, Bruise with Dudes Gallif Radio, and much, much more. Poor Entertainment. Poor Entertainment. Poor News. Uh, Journey into Wrestling, and of course the best show of the week, the best of the week, <laughs> where you get all the shows, like highlights from that week's uh, episodes, and uh, yeah. And check us out on Facebook yep. every Tuesday in between five thirty and six, roughly. Roughly, sometimes before, sometimes after, and sometimes on Labor Day. Sometimes on Labor Day, <laughs> you just don't know. Nope. It's like a, it's like a mystery bag of giggles. <laughs> If that is all, that is all. I'm tired. I'm dick. I'm tired. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Please make every day a big dick day. Bye, guys. (laughs) 
later. Yeah.